boys and girls. Welcome to Bedtime Bible Stories in Bostonian, the Holy Week edition. Did you know that there are no more important stories in the whole wide world than the ones about the death and the resurrection of Christ Jesus? So we're going to tell them to you. But instead of me telling you the stories, you know what we're going to do? We are going to let some of the dads and the moms from Seven Mile Road in Boston, Massachusetts tell them to you. And you're going to love it. So grab your chocolate milk and pull on those footsie pajamas and slide under those blankets and enjoy this bedtime story. Hi, boys and girls. My name is Chelsea, and I am going to tell you tonight's bedtime Bible story in Bostonian. For those of you who haven't met me, or if it has been a really long time since we have seen each other, I'm married to Jeremy. We teach in the toddler's classroom. And you might remember that Jeremy is really good at catching goldfish snacks tossed from across the room into his mouth. He's so good at it, and it's so silly. I'm also mom to Annabelle, Eve, and Bella. Tonight, I'm going to tell you the story of Jesus' suffering and death, talking about suffering or going through something really, really hard. And death can feel scary. And you know what? If you feel that way, you are not alone. Grown-ups feel that way about hard things, too. And in Jesus, through all he experienced, he experienced all of those hard feelings we sometimes feel, too. Maybe you have felt sad and alone this past year. Maybe you have felt betrayed or made fun of by someone's mean words. Or maybe... You have been sick or hurt. Jesus knows how it feels to be alone, to be in pain or hurt, or to be betrayed. You can trust him with those feelings when you have them. You can talk to Jesus in prayer. In the previous episode, you heard that Judas betrayed Jesus, and Jesus was arrested by the priests and elders of the people. You see, The priests, elders, and teachers did not like Jesus. In fact, they hated him. They questioned him all night long after they arrested him. They told lies about him, and they spit on him, and they struck him. Then, in the morning, they took him to a man named Pontius Pilate. That's an interesting name, don't you think? Pontius Pilate was the governor sent from Rome to rule over the people. The priests and elders told Pilate that Jesus should be put to death for crimes against Rome for saying that he was a king. Pilate, he didn't want to get involved, so sent Jesus to King Herod. Herod questioned Jesus and didn't think that he had done anything worthy of death, so sent him back to Pilate. And so Pilate questioned Jesus again, and 
didn't think that Jesus had done anything wrong, but at the same time, he, he knew that the Jewish leaders hated Jesus, and Pilate wanted to keep peace with the people he was sent to govern. Pilate decided on what he felt like was a great plan. Every year around Passover, which you might remember from the Old Testament as the time each year the Jews remembered when God had passed over the homes of those who trusted God's word to Moses. It was a time of remembering how God had provided for and cared for his people. As part of this remembrance, the people had a tradition of freeing one prisoner at this time every year. Surely, Pilate thought, the people would want to free Jesus. So Pilate asked the people, Do you want to free Jesus? And the people shouted, No! The people freed another man, Barabbas. When asked by Pilate what the people wanted to do with Jesus, they began to shout, Crucify him! Crucify him! When asked why, what has Jesus done? They only continued even more loudly, Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate then turned Jesus over to the Roman soldiers. They beat him, spit on him, and whipped him until he bled. They made a crown of thorns, and they pressed it into his head, and they joked about him being a king, and they made fun of him. Then Jesus was taken, bearing his own cross towards the place where he would die. At some point, a man named Simon was compelled by the soldiers to carry Jesus' cross the remainder of the walk. When they arrived at the place called Golgotha, Jesus was nailed to the cross by the soldiers. This was incredibly painful. In his pain, while on the cross, he prayed, asking God to forgive those who did this to him. The people mocked him saying things like, Hey, if you are the Son of God, why don't you just come down from there? Why don't you save yourself? As hours passed, the sun disappeared, and God caused it to become dark in the middle of the day. Jesus cried out to his Father, saying, God, why have you left me? Finally, the time had come and his suffering ended. Jesus cried out, saying, It is finished. Father, I give my spirit into your hands. And he died. Now maybe you are hearing this story from the Bible for the first time. Or maybe the first time in a while. And you might ask your parent, why did Jesus die? Remember, way back in the beginning of the Bible, 
Adam and Eve were living in the garden with God. And they walked with God in the garden. But then what happened? That's right. They ate from the one tree that God said, don't eat from that tree. They sinned, and forever since, God's people have been separated from him because of sin. We all sin. Some of our sins we see, like when we push our sister down in the trampoline or say hurtful things. And some of our sins are in our hearts and minds, like when we think unloving thoughts or are jealous. Sin separates us from God. God is holy, meaning he is set apart and is without sin. But in God's love, God has always pursued relationship with his people, even with hearts bent towards sin. God came to us in his son, Jesus. Jesus suffered and died in our place. He suffered and died in your place so that you might be able to walk with Jesus and have a relationship with the one who created you. So, my friends, as you go to sleep tonight, rest knowing that Jesus loves you. His suffering and death was for you. Good night. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to learn more about these bedtime stories or about our church. Just Google Seven Mile Road, Boston.